Welcome to the Real Voices Podcast, where we explore the personal journeys of real estate professionals through their own unique challenges and successes. Real Voices is brought to you by Equitable Title and Escrow, providing a better approach to title and escrow through team support and innovative services. This approach delivers a better experience to both agents and their clients. Welcome to another great episode. We have another great guest with us. We have Stephen Leiby with us. I say that correctly, right, Stephen? Yes. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate you being on. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, how long have you been in the industry? What got you in? And who do you serve? Yeah. Um, so basically, I got into real estate about coming up on three years. Okay. I've been with the Madrano Group for two years now. Okay. Um, and then, I mean, the people we serve, we work with everybody. I mean, everything that we do is typically residential. Okay. Um, but investors, first-time home buyers, you know, buying your second home, all those. Okay. So did you uh, grow up thinking you'd be a realtor or, or how did you decide to make that leap? Yeah, not at all. Actually, um, I was in corporate sales for like 10 years and um, just wasn't really liking the grind anymore. Um, decided to make a change. I had family, friends like that that had done real estate. that They liked it. Um, so I just started asking a lot of questions and got me interested. And I thought, hey, well, I'll get my real estate license and just see how it goes and see if I want to leave my job and you know I got a taste for it and I loved it and it's a different type of sales I'm good at sales but this is something to where I'm never high pressure with a client or anything like that um, where my negotiating sales skills kind of come into play or with the other side the, okay. you know the seller or the buyer that I'm not representing makes sense makes sense mm -hmm. so you mentioned three years but two with the team tell mm -hmm. us about that first year what was that like for you um, was it what made you want to join the team? I guess what, what happened there? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, so yeah, so about the, I think I joined the team actually about six months in. Okay. Um, so the first six months I just kind of did a lot of work, but not a lot of forward movement. I didn't, I don't think I was placing my work in the right areas and I was a little too scattered trying every little new thing mm -hmm. like, Oh, I read this and you know, I'll go and look at, uh, you know, this type of home sale or something like that. But it just, uh, yeah, I, I just had no direction. I guess okay. the easiest answer is. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. Um, so tell me, what has the team aspect helped you and how has it helped you? What what has it done for you? Uh, well, it's given me direction. <laughs> um, and probably I would say I've learned in the last two years what I would think I would have learned in five or ten mm. on my own. Okay, okay. That makes sense. So just looking back at that first six months, um, what do you think there was something that you wish you knew, like specifically, that would have would have helped you? Um, I wish I would have. Gosh, that's a good question, too. I mean, direction obviously was a big thing because I was doing a lot of stuff, but just not doing it correctly. Mm -hmm. um, and I wish I was just. Uh, just more like building you know building an actual sphere you know mm -hmm. client base or anything like that i was just trying to i was being in front of people but i wasn't actively going after people makes sense. as like clients makes sense um so tell tell me a little bit about um i guess your your approach to the sale you mentioned that you know you're not high pressured but tell me mm -hmm. a little about like your consultation what do you focus on when you're with the client um i mean the big thing with the client is focus on is what their needs are you know, what uh, what their motivation is to buy right now, um, you know, what concerns them about whatever market or 
um, things like that, that they might have and just you know moving the steps forward like making sure that you know everybody is communicating because you know a lot of times there's lenders and then once we find the home title thing like that um, just communication I think is key in what I do mm, well, I appreciate that um, what do you think your biggest challenge is right now with the with the industry what are you what are you dealing with most um gosh what am i dealing with the most um i mean this market is a pretty crazy market i mean i would say that uh you know we're dealing a lot with you know we just have to be really quick right now that's okay. the biggest thing is you know homes aren't on the market very long um the market moves quickly and you're competing with other offers so you know that's the big thing too is just to make sure that my clients are aware of you know that market and how to tackle it correctly <laughs> I'm just thinking, um, you know, you got clients who this is maybe their first home and they're maybe a little bit, I don't know, hesitant to make moves quickly like that. What are some things you do to help them be prepared to make an offer when they when they see when they find something? Just make sure that all lines of communication are open with, you know, them, me, you know, the lender. Um, they know exactly, you know, what they can afford, things like that. And um, just yeah, just making sure that, you know, everything is, you know, there's no unexpected. Right, right. Okay. Um, so corporate sales, um, I guess I wanted to just go back to that. I love the life before real estate. Mm -hmm. um, I guess what what made you fall out of love with that? What was going on there? Uh, you know what? It was just um, it was getting really boring. It was uh, just a daily grind and, you know, wake up, everything's the same every single day. So it was like Groundhog's Day, honestly. <laughs> and I was just getting really worn out about it, worn out from it. Um, and I mean, that's absolutely not the case with real estate. <laughs> every single day is different. <laughs> so you like the chaos that you, you like to manage the chaos? I do. I do. I like um, a little bit of stress. You know, I think stress is good. And I. I think that every time that I'm not feeling stressed is when I try to add something new <laughs> to real estate. <laughs> makes sense. Makes sense. Um, I, I I love you said in the beginning you were just kind of chasing every new every new thing. Um, you know that still can be an issue for many people. It, real estate agents, there's always something new for you to try and something to buy. Um, so how have you managed that now? What have you done to not get caught up with the new shiny thing? Um, gosh. I am the person that kind of gets caught up with the new shiny thing sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I would say the big thing is just to know where the core of my business is and know, I mean, I, I do like trying new things. I like learning as many different aspects of real estate that I can. But, um, you know, just knowing where the core of my business is, which is residential real estate, find buyers and sellers, getting them into homes. Mm. You know, I keep my focus on that primarily. And, you know, if I'm trying new things, then I'll set time aside for that. Mm. Okay. Thank you. Um, so you, you mentioned that this wasn't your obviously your your dream as a kid. Um, what did that look like? What did you what did you think you're going to be when you're you know an adult? Um, you know what? I actually I, I went to college for uh, computer science. I thought I was going to be a programmer, but yeah, I didn't. I went to college for that, and then I, I quickly sh moved over to uh, uh, business school once I realized the math that was involved. <laughs> <laughs> so it was only the math. It wasn't. The money that that wasn't it. Um, no, I don't think I. I actually just had a love for computers and thought that's what I wanted to do. But 
in the end, I was like, well, not really. Okay. I, it just, I wasn't going to be the guy that was going to be the programmer behind a desk all day. That wasn't me. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. Well, as a kid, um, I don't know, dreaming of being a computer guy, who was your role model? What, who did you look up to as a kid? And, um, yeah, who was that person for you? Um, it <laughs> sounds goofy. So I actually, uh, when I was in college, I taught martial arts and did martial arts most of my life. So, um, I, I guess a big inspiration would be like Bruce Lee. Okay. I think he said a lot of cool things and, you know, obviously he was, a you know, icon in the sport. So he, he was definitely an idol for me when I was a kid. Awesome. I love his quote about water. That, you know, whatever you put water in, it takes the shape of that thing. And he's like, be water, my friend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like that. Thank you. Yeah. Bruce Lee, huh? <laughs> cool. Cool. Um, so I'm you know, kind of staying in the childhood. Um, you know, I, I like to ask people who love to hustle. I think real estate agents hustle. They're hustlers. So as a kid, what did you do to you know help earn a buck or how did you put money in your pocket as a kid? What was something you did? <laughs> yeah. So actually, um, pretty young. I, my dad was, uh, definitely someone that made me do chores at a pretty young age. So I think I was mowing the yard about time when just when my chin was coming up the handle. <laughs> um, and I started mowing neighbors yards, things like that. And so by the time I was like 16, 17 and I was getting a real job, I realized how much money I was making from, I was making, mm. you know, a couple hundred bucks a month as a 14 yeah. to 16 years old. So I guess that was my first hustle. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. It's funny you thinking, oh, man, I'm making more money doing this than going to get a real job. Then, huh? <laughs> yeah, definitely minimum wage at that time. It wasn't, wasn't much more. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Um, so uh, just kind of rolling through, you said you, you went to college and, you know, you did that good thing. I, I guess, you know, as as life unfolds with for you at the time, what are some some things you did for adventure? What did you do to, I guess, challenge the system? What, any Anything you did that was um, uh, adventurous? Yeah, I mean, I guess I... I I was just the quintessential little rebel skateboarder kid. Okay. So I guess that would be, you know, that would be my, you know, beat the system kind of thing. <laughs> I don't know what you call that, but yeah, that that was a little skateboarder. Skater, huh? Yeah. yeah. I was actually telling my kids about that um, back in high school and middle school. My age was, you were the skaters or the bikers and which were you in on? And so, yeah, <laughs> I was a biker, I guess. <laughs> Never got a chance to skate. Um, so do you, do you consider yourself adventurous at all? Do you do, do interesting things now? What, are, what is hobby wise? What are you doing? Yeah. So, um, I mean, we always, me and my wife always like taking trips. Okay. So, you know, on those trips are usually to places, uh, you know, Costa Rica, Hawaii, things like that. And we try to do as get in much of the nature and the adventure mm -hmm. in those places as possible. So yeah. Um, love to hike, love to just be outdoors, camping, mm -hmm. all that stuff. So I would consider myself moderately adventurous <laughs> it's glamping a little bit <laughs> cool yeah um i i always think about you know we're so busy we're we're hustling all the time um, what do you do to to keep yourself grounded do you have any any things that anything or traditions or anything you do to keep yourself grounded and um well, mindful yeah my wife and my two kids i mean we try as many as I am busy, but uh, at least several times a week, you know, we are together, dinner table, you know, even if I have to leave for work after that, you know, that's the definitely the grounded part is I try to be with my family and set a time aside for them for quality time, not just, uh, you know, sitting around. We try to do things, get outdoors, eat dinners together. Mm. You know, they, they're my ground, I would say. Good, good, good. So what do you think if I was able to, um, you know, interview your, your kids? 
What is something you think they, they say that you're always harping on that you're trying to explain and teach to them? <laughs> um, probably not always, but I, I can tell you the new thing where my older daughter were trying to, you know, teach her priorities, mm-hmm. <laughs> coming home and doing the homework mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, getting things, her chores done before, you know, she sits down, stares at a TV or, you know, goes and jumps on the trampoline. Um, and my younger daughter, so she's just about to turn four and, um, we're focusing on her just like not being the baby anymore. She likes right. to have temper tantrums, things like that <laughs> still. So we're like, you're getting a little old for that. So yeah, the, those are the things that we're working on now for right. them. Yeah. Kids, kids, <laughs> kids. Um, in your, in your business, uh, what do you feel like your, your greatest accomplishment has been overcoming these challenges that you face? What is, what do you feel your greatest accomplishment? Um, Gosh, I, I would say my greatest accomplishment right now is, you know, I've gotten the opportunity because on the team that we're on that I'm starting to mentor people. So it's a, I mean, for me, that feels great just because um, I feel like I've gotten to the level where I know enough that my mentor taught me enough that he's like kind of passing the torch and letting me uh, teach the the newer agents and show them kind of the what he showed me in the beginning. So that that right now in my career is my greatest accomplishment. Okay. What do you what do you see yourself? I guess where do you see your career going? What do you what do you think you're you're looking to accomplish here? Yeah, I mean, right now I'm loving the what we're doing with the team and how we're growing. Um, I started on the team pretty early on, um, but uh, now we're I want to say three times the size that we were when I started. So um, I see myself just growing with this team okay. and new. I think that we're going to get even bigger, and I just the new aspects of, you know, positions that are going to come in, um, like mentoring and things like that. I see myself helping out with that a lot. Cool. What's your motto? Ooh, my motto. <laughs> do you have one? <laughs> no, I don't. I, I, I think we all do. We just may not know what it is, though. Yeah, I, yeah. No, I'll have to think about that. I need yeah. a motto. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm glad I could help you with that. <laughs> Yeah, so um, do you do you get to read books much? Do you you dive into the the print? I do, I do. Um, you know, I'm always trying to read something. If that be something that helps me personally or something that helps me grow um, in the business, yeah. Is there a book at all that touched you? At, I mean, it could be any time in your life. Is there a book that you just like, man? I I like that one. Oh, that's a hard question because I I think there's. I've learned a lot of one or two things from a mm-hmm. lot of books. My favorite book that I'm reading right now is uh, Don't Split the Difference. Okay. It's a good I've, book. I've heard of that. What mm-hmm. is that one on? What is? Um, it, it, it's about an FBI negotiator and just, you know, how to, it's written by an FBI okay. negotiator and it's uh, basically just how to negotiate and how to, you know, hold your ground. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I may need to check that out. Okay. <laughs> cool. It's a neat book. Cool. I guess to go back to, I guess, um, business wise, you, you mentioned that you you see yourself growing with the team and, and moving forward um do you ever see yourself like jumping back on your own or starting your own team or where, where do you think you're going to end up oh, good question um right now no i did you know when i joined the team i thought you know i'm gonna learn as much as i can and you know move on when i feel that i've gotten to that peak and try to do something on my own but right now with the way that we're growing and the opportunities that are gonna you know come in front of us i i'm going to stick it out. And I mean, until that changes, right. I really enjoy being on the team. I've, it, the team's honestly a family at this point. So, you know, I'm, I don't see myself going anywhere anytime soon. Okay. 
Is there um, anything you you wish you could redo? Like, just if there was a redo button, you push it. Yeah, I would have reached out for help <laughs> sooner. <laughs> I wouldn't have let those six months go by and uh, doing, you know, just kind of spinning my wheels. I, I wish I had a little bit more. Um, you know, focus like okay. I, somebody had pointed me in the right direction. Yeah. Okay. So, um, is what would you what would you teach or tell to new agents who are coming into the business and maybe struggling? Like, what what is something you tell them? Yeah. So, uh, I felt like when I was coming into it, knowing a lot about negotiating sales, things like that, and you know, just wanting to do something on my own and you know, whatever, um, not not getting help i thought that there was some sort of um you know i was going to get an award in the end for that <laughs> but if i was to tell any new agent because when you go every agent that i know has gone through the um you know the 90 hours and done the tests and everything like that those all tell you the deep i mean the laws and stuff mm -hmm. but they don't tell you how to be an agent like how to really start growing your business and if i would recommend anybody is just like at least do some sort of mentorship program for the first few transactions because it's absolutely necessary. I like that. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, where can the people find you? Where can, where can we locate you? Yeah, I mean, uh, you can email me. My email is steve at com, or my best phone number would be my cell phone. I'm usually available. If I don't, leave me a message. I'll call you back probably within the hour, and that's 602 317 0234. Awesome. Hey, I appreciate you coming on. I had a great conversation with you and got some nuggets out of that. So thank you so much. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thank right. you. Thanks.